when three American childhood friends decided to have a little vacay time together and traveled on a train between Amsterdam and Paris. Anthony Sadler, Spencer Stone, and Alex Scarlatos never imagined what they'd be in for or how much their lives would change and how even stronger their bond would be for each other and with each other. Many of us heard, and I'm sure you've heard, that there was an attack on a train that was going from Amsterdam to Paris. A terrorist with a bag full of weapons was going to shoot a very unarmed segment of populations as the Netherlands has very strict gun laws and so does France. And he thought he'd take out his alleged, I say at this point, jihad on these people. But three Americans and one Brit would not have that. I mentioned to my crew I wanted to talk about this, and today this is kind of a story behind us. But I really strongly feel the need to talk about this because there are some things about this that aren't being said that I want to say and I want to chat with you about today, this afternoon. I want to tell you a little bit about these guys who grew up together and we know now that they fought off an attacker. And we also know today that they accepted France's awards for these three lifelong American friends and the one Brit. They stopped an attack on the train. They saved lives And they put their lives on the line, literally, in the process. Just three days ago, they pounced on and subdued a gunman aboard the packed train headed to Paris. And that's when Anthony Spencer and Alex did what they received the Legion of Honor, which is France's highest recognition, for. These three Americans, in my opinion, are truly heroes. Now, the Americans reportedly met in middle school, right here in California where I sit. They planned on spending the summer sightseeing together. Adam and Anthony, excuse me, Sadler had never been to Europe. National Guardsman Alex Scarlatos was on a month-long break. He had just served in Afghanistan. And Spencer Stone is an Air Force serviceman. They were to return uh, to the United States, and when they come here, they'll be celebrated for their courage, their courage and their quick action. And we're going to talk about that celebration. We'll talk about what we perhaps think it should entail. And what they exemplified was some people would say teamwork, some people would say friendship, and I'm going to say it goes beyond that. First, before I talk about these men and about what they did, Let's hear from them, American heroes, two of them, Spencer Stone and Anthony Sadler, describing that terrorist attack that they thwarted on that train on Friday. And I turned around and I saw he had what looked to be an AK-47, and he looked like it was jammed or it wasn't working, and he was trying to charge the weapon, and Alec just hit me on the shoulder and said, let's go, and ran down, tackled him. We hit the ground. Alec came up and uh, grabbed the gun out of his hand, while I put him in a chokehold. When asked what they had learned from the experience, Sadler said he believes that in times of crisis, it is better to act rather than not. Hiding or sitting back is not going to accomplish anything, and the gunman would have been successful if my friend Spencer had not gotten up. 
I want you to picture this, okay? Because this is how it was described by people on the train. A man comes on the train and he pulls out not one, but two weapons, has a bag full of other weapons, including a knife. And he starts shooting. People drop to the floor, covering their heads with their hands, grabbing their phones, their children, hiding themselves if they can under the chair they had been sitting on on the train, some of them shielding themselves by opening their laptops. I think many of us, myself included, would have when it comes to fight or flight, when an alleged terrorist stands up and starts shooting, and it would depend if I'm with my kids or not, but I've got to say, I believe that I, Leslie Marshall, would drop to the floor and cover myself and hide. I would flee, if you will, in fear. I'm being very honest. I would flee in fear. When this happened, these three friends, these three Americans... One looked at the other and said, I'm, I'm going to jump him. You with me? The other guy's like, yeah, and the other guy's like, let's do it. This was their mountain to die on. That's a phrase that my husband and I say to each other all the time. It can be a little thing with our kids, like, so what's the big deal if she has one more cookie? Pick your mountains, pick your battles, right? But this, folks, this, my friend, this really was a mountain to die on. Although these men had training in different aspects of the military, they were not armed, and this man was heavily armed. Although they had been trained, they weren't necessarily trained to take down a terrorist on a moving train. This alleged terrorist had exactly... What people love that do such attacks is the element of surprise with a group of people who are like fish in a barrel because they most likely would not be armed. There are some things I want to point out about what happened on that train Friday. One, the three people that got up to do something about it first and foremost, and then a fourth helped afterward, the three that got up, the three that led the charge to take this guy down, the three that really, with less than a second to even think about it, said, I'm going to do something about this, damn it. I don't care about myself. I'm going to do something. And do you know how many lives these men saved? And when they're interviewed, even when one guy called his father, and said, hey, Dad, like, you know, we just, like, you know, jumped this terrorist on a train. We, the father said he said it so matter-of-factly. Like, you know, I just got a loaf of milk, a loaf of bread or a, you know, gallon of milk at the market. Those are true heroes. I love my country. I don't have a flag tattooed on my chest, and I've never served in, and I never will, the military. And I'm not sure if these men would have done what they had done had they not had the military training, but maybe they would have because of their character, their courage, and having each other to do it with. It's hard to be first on the dance floor, you know. 
I want to point out that it was Americans that went first, that it was Americans that made this decision. And I say that because, you know, we break down our society into color and religion and to ethnicity and culture and background and country of origin and the list goes on. And we always like to reflect on our differences, legal, illegal, or documented, undocumented, rich, poor, north, south, east, west, white, black, black from Haiti versus black from Africa versus born here. First versus third generation American, Mexican American, Polish American, female, male, heavy, skinny, pretty, ugly, Democrat, Republican. But we as the United States of America, we in America, we have a culture. We have a culture and we don't like to talk about it. And I don't believe it's baseball mom, you know, apple pie and Chevrolet. It's not white. It's not even based on color. I'm talking about we have a culture of not accepting no as an answer. We have a culture of being tenacious, being aggressive, being pushy, being forthright, demanding our rights. When my husband and I were adopting our son in Pakistan, and we were very impatient about a document we wanted to get, and there was a man kept offering us tea, And my husband and I were visibly impatient. He laughed and said, you're so American. Because we're impatient. Come on, let's get there. Nine o'clock, got to be open at nine. Got to be open. It's 9.01. You're late. Come on, come on, come on. We want the paper. We want to go. We got to go. We got to go. We got to do it. We're impatient. We got a goal. Got to do it now. We often react and think later. And sometimes that's been to our detriment. Invasion of Iraq is an example. But on Friday, in my opinion, these three American men were truly being American. And I believe that's why they went first. Because they're brave and courageous. But because of their culture. And perhaps also because of their training. Everyone else cowered, with the exception of one British man. Everyone else cowered on the ground. As I would have, so no offense to these people. I want to bring up a few other things. They did this with no weapons, no guns, no knives. And this guy had an arsenal of weapons. So I want to talk about this with you, and I want you to join me, because I have a lot of questions for you, and I hope that you have answers. I know you have opinions on this. One, these three brave, heroic Americans fought this alleged terrorist And they fought back with no guns, no weapons even. Does this show you, America, that not everyone needs to be armed to prevent terrorist attacks and mass shootings? Every time somebody walks into a theater and starts blowing people away, we say, arm everybody, pack, give our six-year-olds guns in their backpacks. Babysitters, guns in their fanny packs and mommies in their purses. But these Americans fought back with no guns, no weapons even. Does this show that not everyone needs to be armed to prevent terrorist attacks or mass shootings? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Three Americans charged this attacker while others hid, and then a Brit came up for it. Is this a reflection of American bravery? American aggression, or we're just mad as hell and we're not going to take it anymore. 
888-653-7543. Are we Americans brave? Are these three Americans brave? Aggressive? Is that part of our culture? Or are we just sick of this, damn it? 888-6-LESLIE. 888-653-7543 is the number. Now, two of these men were military members. Does that make a difference? I mean, they've trained for situations like this. I certainly haven't. Uh, a very different for you and I, a civilian who's never had military training. Two of these Americans were military members. Do you think that made a difference in their doing this and the outcome of Friday? 888-6-LESLIE. 888-653-7543 is the number. Now, they got an award, France's highest. When they come home to the United States, they'll be congratulated. But do their actions merit a purple heart for these Americans? I say yes. Do, does this merit a purple heart for these Americans? They've received the Legion of Honor, France's highest recognition. What about the purple heart from the United States of America? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. I want you to be honest. You can give a fake name or town if you're chicken. I admit it that I would duck and run for cover if I were on that train. Be honest with me, America. Be honest with me. If you were on that train, what would you do? Not what you hope you would do. Not what you think you would do, but what, right down in your deep soul of souls, in your heart of hearts, what would you do if you were on that train? Be honest. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, do you think after Friday this will encourage people to fight back when there are situations that arise like this in the future? When the next, God forbid, but it probably will happen, terrorist attack or alleged terrorist attack happens, will some people fight back? We saw it on a plane on 9-11. We saw it on Friday. And some people lose their lives like on 9-11. Some save many lives and did not lose theirs like on Friday. Will this encourage more people to fight back in these situations? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And do you think it's going to discourage some of those lone wolf terrorists from launching attacks in the future? Because they're going to say, hell, that guy had an arsenal of weapons and these guys jumped him and they won. Is this, could this perhaps discourage future lone wolves attack, lone wolf attacks? 888-6-LESLIE. 888-653-7543 is the number. Will we continue to see lone wolf attacks such as these as long as ISIS and other organizations can recruit, recruit these members online? 888-6-LESLIE. 888-653-7543 is the number. Are the monitoring techniques of our world's intelligence communities failing to keep adequate watch on potential terrorists? This guy was on a watch list. They obviously weren't watching. 888-6-LESLIE. 888-653-7543. And last before the break, does this story make you proud to be an American? Because it does me. For all the bad things people may say about us and all the bad things we say about each other and even ourselves, I think our aggression, our tenacity, our bravery, our I'm mad as hell and won't take it anymore, our I dare you to knock the battery off my shoulder, Clint Eastwood kind of Americans we can be, our bravado and banging our chests like King Kong on the top of the Chrysler building. I think that's what got those men out of those seats on Friday. And they led it, and they stopped it. And I think it can happen again if we Americans stop hiding. I need to speak to myself on that as well. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Back after this, join me now. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. 
we're back. You know, normally my lines are blown out, and um, I've got to say, I, I think it's uh, I think it's pretty disgusting they're not today. I really, I really do. I'm just going to be very honest with you. Maybe your ass wasn't on that train. But somewhere, someday, someone is going to remember what those three men, those four men, three Americans and one Brit did on Friday. And they're going to pick that mountain to die on on that day. And that might be the day that your or my ass is saved by their actions, by their bravery, by their heroism. So you call me today, America, because we're part of a nation. We're part of a nation that is great and it's sometimes greater than other times. And on Friday, three of our own exemplified what greatness, heroism, and bravery truly are, in my opinion. When we come back, we're going to take your calls. Call me now. One, do these men deserve a purple heart, in your opinion? You're a veteran. Give me a call. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-6537543. Does the fact they have military experience matter? Did it make a difference? 888-6-LESLIE. And don't be a coward calling me. Be honest with your bravery, a level of cowardice on Friday if you were on that train. I'm admitting I'd be hiding. position can give you an upset stomach and you know experts say that nearly all of us develop some sort of digestive problem because as we age our stomach produces less of the enzymes and they're needed to break down food so this is what i do when i have that queasy uneasy reflexy feeling i take a gutsy chewy tablet Gutsy Chewy is an oral and digestive supplement. And best of all, it's 100% natural. Gutsy Chewies were invented by a doctor, a gastroenterologist, and a dentist. He's a guy I trust and a guy I know, my buddy, Dr. Doug Hagigi. He blended natural heartburn remedies like papaya, licorice root, and apple cider vinegar. And then he added calcium, magnesium, and xylitol for oral health, too. When you put those things together, they actually boost your body's natural ability to defend against heartburn and reflux. Gutsy Chewies are gluten and lactose-free. They come in citrus and wild berry flavors. So when you, like me, get that queasy, uneasy, refluxy feeling, take Gutsy Chewy. You'll feel better, and it's better for your health. Learn more at GutsyProducts.com or call 855-484-8879. That's 855-GO-GUTSY, GutsyProducts.com. Let's talk about three gutsy Americans and one gutsy Brit on that train Friday. Getting your take on this. Uh, do they deserve Medal of Honor because they were not in combat? But some people say it could be considered combat if the guy uh, is found to be a terrorist. Uh, do they deserve Purple Heart Medal of Honor, uh, in your opinion? 8886 Leslie. Uh, let's take the calls. Lots of questions here. And what would you do? You can just call me quickly and tell me. Don't give, you can give a fake name or town. I'm not here to judge you. I already admitted I would hide my ass. 8886 Leslie. 8886537543. What would you do? Let's get to the calls. And we started out with Manny and Massachusetts. Massachusetts line one. Manny, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I just want to say what a beautiful, beautiful story. I mean, this is what makes America great. Um, these guys deserve our heroes welcome. They deserve medals. And they deserve the credit for doing what they did. Would I have done the same thing? I like to think I would. But unless you're in the situation, you don't really know. True, and I don't think that their military training is, is, is what caused them to to uh, save these people. Because if you look at 9/11 and you look at the plane that smashed down in Pennsylvania, 
those people were military people and they took over that plane. I think it takes one one solid person to lead and the rest will follow. And I think this is that's what happened in that case. Okay, so you uh, you don't know what you do in that situation. I agree. Um, do you, and uh, you know we you touched uh, upon the military. I think I think you t- well. Let me just ask you this, Manny, because you touched upon almost everything. Do you think this will encourage people to 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 fight, even though there are weapons, because these guys didn't have weapons and they won. That there are power in numbers. Well, let me say that there is power. It was there was a good guy with a gun to save the day. Oh wait a minute, there was no gun for the good guys. Uh, but we still could overtake these people. That's why I called before and I told you, I think terrorism should not be fought by the military. It should be fought by good police and good CIA work, good FBI work, good Homeland Security work. The military's not going to solve this because they're going to be here forever. There's always been terrorists in the world, just like there's always been drugs. You can't fight a war on drugs. You can't fight a war on terrorists. You need good police, police and you need good people. We'll get it done. We could protect our, our country you know, with what we have. Okay. Manny, thank you. Thank you for the call and for, uh, wow, answering almost every question I had. I like that. Paying attention, following directions. Woo! Let's go to Mark and Dayton, Ohio, Line 3. Mark, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hey, uh, thanks for having me. Um, I think that we've been in a state of war since uh, the 90s when al-Qaeda said that they were at war with us and there were little pinprick attacks all over the place. So our military, whether they're actively in uniform or not, if they're engaged with what turns out to be terrorists, they need to be treated as if they were in a war zone because this has been going on officially since 9-11, but it's been going on much longer than that, as we know. Um, these domestic attacks that we've suffered, I think those people deserve to have Purple Hearts. It affects their families if they don't get the recognition, those passed and those were wounded. And lastly, as far as resistance to an attack, um, Prior to the 90s, I, I would imagine most likely most people would have uh, set it out thinking it was just a terrorist or a somebody putting demands for uh, hostages like the PLO used to do, where they'd hijack a plane. But now that we know that all these people are bent on killing everybody, I think there's more willingness to fight, and that's what we need to do. Okay. Um, okay. I appreciate that. Anything else, Mark? Nope. I'm good. All right, Mark. Good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Let's go to Jan in Washington, line two. Jan, good afternoon. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. Jan dropped. Give us a buzz back, Jan, when your line comes available again. Uh, let's go to Oregon, line four with Ann. Ann, good afternoon. Hi. I'm about to make a sexist statement. Uh, now, I think that if a female had military training, and especially if she had combat training, she might have uh, been... Uh, she might have acted like these guys did. But for the rest of us, small females, most of us would be hiding. And I know I would be. Well, I know I would be, but I, I, I don't think that has to do with my gender necessarily. Um, I think it has to do with my level of selfishness and desire to preserve my own life uh, and uh, my lack of bravery. And I, I, look, would I, would I like to be somebody who jumps on him? Yes. I'd probably jump after like it was a pig pile and I know I'm not going to get hurt. Um, but, you know, I think like most people, I think male or female, I think if you see a weapon and you don't have one, I think your instinct is – um, uh, your instinct is to duck. Don't laugh. I was watching the other night on, like, ID channel. This woman who claims somebody came up 
and killed her husband. And actually, somebody did who she hired. And what she said is when they shot, she ducked. And it was interesting. They said, if you hear a shot, you turn and look and then duck for cover. Almost 100% of human beings do that. Like, they've, they've done tests. Um, so I think if you look and you see a guy coming down the aisle of a train and he's got a gun and he's got other guns over his body and a bag, you duck. I think I think most people would. I don't I don't think it has to do with gender. I think a lot of guys were hiding. On, I'm sure there were a lot of men hiding on that train, too. I might put out a foot to trip in. <laughs> see that? See that? And that's when the ladies' high heels come in handy. And that is, that's a good sexism, right? <laughs> okay. Thank you for the call. Um, at least she admits it, you know, she's like, you know, as a woman, but I, I think there are women out there that didn't have, don't have military training, just as there are men out there with military training that might not have done that. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's go to, uh, Helen in, uh, Ithaca are, uh, listening live now, not just on tape. Helen, thanks for joining us. Good to have you with hey. us here on line two. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to the Ithaca Airwaves. You're finally on live today. Yay, huh? And, you know, I called the radio station because this man had a show. Be, you just replaced him. He seems like a very, very good person. And But it was three hours of giving, like, advice for personal financial disasters. And I'm like, we've got a big election coming up. This is supposed to be a progressive radio station. We have to do something political on here. Well, wait, so wait a minute, then, Helen. So I know now I know where to send the check, right? It goes to you. I thank you for this, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I want a percentage, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. but, but anyhow, um, so, all right, I'm going to say something. Maybe it'll make me sound like Wonder Woman, but I've, I've been, unfortunately, in life-and-death situations. Uh, it wasn't with a gun, you know. Well, actually, there was a phony gun stuck behind my back, and I know how I react to those things. I become, like, just super calm because the first thing I'm saying to myself is, I want to survive. And I'm thinking what I would have done, and I have attacked my attackers, and luckily, you know, an attempted rape remained an attempted rape. It didn't become an actual rape, and and I had an ex-boyfriend who tried to kill me, lovely guy. But um, but uh, I, I know what I would have done in that thing. I, after those guys charged him, and I remember the one, that guy with his little box cutter, he ended up almost cutting off the guy's thumb, you know. I would have went behind them, and I would have put my weight, because the guy was already down on his face, the, the terrorist guy. I would have stood upon his arm, and I would ask the person, like, to the whatever, the right or left of me, I go, grab that thing out of his, out of his hand. You know, it's interesting you say that, because one thing I thought, being the pessimist that I am, when it first started, I mean, I first started reading what they did, oh, wow. And then, I mean, they're struggling. They're beating the crap out of this guy, and there are people watching them yeah, watching. that are inches away, and I'm thinking, help them. Help Why them. didn't anybody help them? Yeah, that was time that any coward could have gotten, you know, come to their assistance, and maybe that guy would have almost lost his thumb, you know. But uh, but anyhow, it all all's well that ends well, and his thumb is reattached, and I hope yeah, all those awards, I think they should get everything, and yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. Do you, do you think that some guy out there who's planning an attack may think twice because of this or that more we will see more people, regardless of the scenario, train or building or school well, or movie you, theater fight back? Well, you know, it's 
funny, this phony excuse that I heard the French lawyer, she's saying, blah, 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 and she sounded like very sincere and intelligent. She didn't sound like some cheesy lawyer. She's going, no, he was homeless, and he just needed food, and he just wanted to rob the people for their money. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, that's the defense. <laughs> well, I'm going to say something kind of tongue-in-cheek. The French are a bit pissy, so maybe you do need a weapon if you're hungry to get some bread. Anyway, I'm just joking. Uh, anyway, thank you. Thank you for uh, your call, and I hope to hear from you again, Helen. We're glad to be on live uh, in the great Syracuse, uh, Syracuse Ithaca, um, area. Thank you for that. We're glad to have you with us. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, thank you, Helen. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. I'm asking you, be honest with me. If, if Were you like me thinking, why didn't more people help those three Americans? Now, those three Americans get up, then one British guy, and then allegedly one French uh, citizen got up. I say that because there's conflicting reports on that. And uh, other people are watching them struggle, watching one get stabbed, lose his finger, which has been reattached beating the crap out of this alleged terrorist and they're still hiding i mean once they get the guy down and he's fighting them back help the heroes you know what i mean help the people that are like hey if not if not me then who you know send me right wow gotta tell you seriously i don't know if they're how many women are lining up to marry these men right now i mean these guys are just like wow I don't know, something very, very sexy about a guy that's so strong and heroic, i got to tell you. Uniform or otherwise, I'm Leslie Marshall. We'll be back. That's why That's why Bill Clinton and others have such appeal. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Pick up the phone and join me. But I seriously want to know, in light of what happened on that train Friday, do you think we're going to see in the United States and worldwide when ever there is a terrorist attack, or if you don't want to call it a terrorist attack, the uh, attempt to ambush and massacre people en masse, are we going to see more people fight back because of what happened Friday? These guys did not have weapons. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And, oh, come on, my anti- and pro-gun audience out there, you know how in these states, whenever somebody goes to a movie theater and there's some, you know, wingnut that decides to, you know, take guns and kill everybody, or try to kill everybody and then themselves or gets killed by the cops... What do we hear? Everybody needs to be packing. Everybody needs to be carrying a weapon. I think these guys on Friday showed you don't need a weapon. There's power in numbers, in strength, obviously, physical strength, sheer will and determination. And I think the point where you say, this is my mountain to die on, I'm going to stop that blankety-blank. I'm Leslie Marshall. We'll be back right after this. Pick up the phone and join me. I want to hear from you. Will this encourage others to do the same? Will some of those lone wolf terrorists in the making say, I'm going to think twice about this? Is the fact that these guys had some military training, two out of three of them, uh, a factor here? And, And are you surprised that three Americans led the charge while others from other nations laid on the floor and covered their heads and didn't help? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And do they deserve that Medal of Honor, that Purple Heart? We'll be back, 888-6-LESLIE. Leslie Marshall, the simple truth in a complicated world. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE.
I'm Leslie Marshall, and we uh, rejoin our callers. Steve's holding in New Mexico, line one. Steve, good afternoon. What's your take on this? Uh, good afternoon, and I, I just want to say I enjoy your perspective on, on the show, and I enjoy your show. And, uh, my take on it is the, the one thing I was uh, uh, thinking about was you're, you're talking about uh, other people didn't come to the aid of the three um, uh, amazing heroes that we have. Uh, and the only thing I can think back is that times I've been on a train, I can barely walk down the aisle. Um, I, I don't know that there was, I don't know the configuration of French trains, but I don't know how much room there would be for any more people to get around uh, these three heroes. So that was my comment. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you for the compliment. Look forward to hearing from you again there in New Mexico. John's also in New Mexico. He's on line two. John, good afternoon. Hi. Back-to-back uh, New Mexico. That's cool. Yes. I wanted to uh, weigh in as a gun owner um, and one who has been thinking about the issue for a long time here. I don't think that uh, maybe those with a uh, uh, there's kind of the high testosterone crowd, and I can't speak for them. But I can speak for most gun owners and hunters I know uh, after a lifetime that, no, we aren't going to be any more likely to cut, carry guns uh, as, these, as this violence escalates. It would have to escalate a whole lot more for me to even think about something like that. I'm disappointed about registration and background checks. I, I think there's a, a widespread thought in America that they are out to take our guns. And when you think about the fact that there are 100 million gun owners and there are 300 million guns, they can't take our guns. There's too many of us. So let's just all learn how to be responsible for them. Um, I think that we're all opportunists. If we get a chance to stop an incident, we'll do that. And to me, that's kind of what happened there. And I would do the same. Well, I am glad and hope I have you on my train, plane, whatever, because I'm not sure that I, I would. Um, uh, but uh, interesting, interesting, very, uh, very interesting comments today. Thank you. I appreciate that and appreciate the call. We have so many people that have tweeted. Let me share some of those. Um, and let me see, let me see, let me see. Mark says, all fights since WW2 have lost public support, were politicized, and civilians ran fighting, uh, ran ran a fight, making them last even longer. Uh, He talks about a national vote to declare war, uniting everyone versus a recognized threat, and he goes on and on. But Mark, you're not answering the question. Uh, uh, Valerie says that she's not surprised considering the airmen and National Guard, the Air Force and National Guardsmen job is fighting. Um, and she said, I'm sure Leslie said no. Said no about what? I asked if them having military experience made a difference. When we asked should they receive a Purple Heart, somebody had pointed out that no, because they weren't in combat, but a Medal of Honor. David uh, tweeted a Medal of Valor. Uh, we also have uh, John saying that he would have done the same thing as them. He said there's no choice. You have to assume the gunman is going to kill as many people as he can. Um, we asked... If you're proud to be an American when you hear about things like this, PC says he was proud long before, asks me if I was. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. And I still am. Diane says France and their no gun policy proves that such a policy does not stop madmen from getting guns to kill people. That's very true. We, we've talked about that here. 
uh, that universal background checks are a beginning and don't address the illegal or black market sale of guns. Absolutely. Um, and uh, uh, another tweets, a miracle uh, men of courage stopped the carnage. This is rare. Uh, and um, then uh, another one says that uh, Vince says that I've had a leap to reach and fit my own narrative regarding the guns. I knew some people would you know, pick up on that kind of a thing. Um, uh, somebody says a true American tweets. Not everyone's a Marine, although I wish they were. Although one was Air Force, one was National Guard. They were not Marines. And um, Diego's tweets, Leslie, you know, you really have to think about your family and your kids. How, if you get the chance, you take it. But, you know, I I have two kids. I think most of you know this, but, you know, new listeners and our new Syracuse Ithaca listening live listeners. Um, I have a seven-year-old daughter, eight-year-old son. And I I, honestly, I would be using my body as a human shield over them. I don't think I would leave them for one second. You know what I mean? But if I wasn't with them... I, I I do think I don't know I think I think it depends if you're alone if you're with your spouse uh, and maybe your gender uh, does matter I mean we did have a woman earlier who called and said I think it was was it Helen uh, that called and said I you know I think that you know men are more apt to go forward Marky Mark Andrew what well, be honest what what would you guys do Mark what would you do and is it different now that you're a father I've been in enough situations that I've had to figure out what type of person I am whether I stand out from the crowd and do stuff like that and it's different when there's a gun obviously i've never thankfully been in a situation like that but i honestly do believe i would act um whether i'd be successful or not who knows andrew uh it's hard to say it's hard to say until you're there like some of the callers had said but uh i would hope that you know uh i would hope that i would i would act I, you know, I hope you guys do too, especially if we're traveling together. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I don't know, though. If I'm in a bad mood, I could really cause some damage, right? I'm Leslie Marshall. We'll be back tomorrow. Catch me on Fox News Channel in the 10 a.m.